Hey everybody, I'm Cassidy Ward, if you don't know me, and um, welcome to the podcast, Little Olympians. Um, today we're going to be talking about heroes. If you, you probably have heard heroes before, you know, someone who does something great. Well, in Greek mythology, heroes are usually people who a god is one parent and a mortal person or a person who is not a god is their other parent. But not always. Sometimes heroes are just plain mortal. Let's listen to one story about heroes. Now, this story is involving a monster. Now, in Greek mythology, monsters are more than fangs and teeth. This monster is called a minotaur. And the monster, so basically there's this king called King Minos. And let's talk about how King Minos became king. Once there were three brothers and they were trying to, they were trying to figure out which one of them should be king. So one of them was King Minos. Minos, his name actually means king. I don't know why. Not that he's king yet. And Minos thought I should be king. And so he made up a lie. He said that he was friends with the gods and could ask them for favors. And well, I know that Minos means king and everything in language, but I think it was the god thing that really tipped the other brothers off. But they were a little stunned. So they said, prove it. And he said, I will make a great bull rise out of the water. And they thought, well, that's crazy. No one can make a bull rise out of the water. So he prayed to Poseidon. He said, please, I will make a huge offering, a huge sacrifice. If you will just do this one thing for me. Poseidon's like, sure, but you have to do the offering thing afterwards. And the next morning, yes, they saw it. A huge bull went out of the ocean, but he never did put this, give the sacrifice to Poseidon. Now, Poseidon had a wife, and he thought, well, I need to pay King Minos back because he's king now. And so basically what happened was he put some magic on his wife that made their next son a monster. It was a muscular man, but with the head of a bull. She tried to raise him, but it was just too hard and he started attacking and hurting people. So he gave the Minotaur, which is what they called him, to King Minos. King Minos was like, what am I supposed to do with this Minotaur? So he gave Daedalus, a famous inventor, a job. The job was to build a huge maze right under his palace, underground, to keep the Minotaur in. And so, there it came. So, 
He was fine for many years in the maze. The Minotaur just wandered around doing nothing in that dark, deep maze. Ha ha ha! And so anyways, King Minos and his wife had a son. And the son was very heroic and very nice and very brave. And so, he went to the ancient Greek version and he and their son decided to go to the ancient Greek version of the Olympics. And so, he went to work for Team Crete, which is where they lived, Crete. And, but things did not go well. And things did not go well because he accidentally got killed and accidentally he got killed by a bull. Kind of funny, right? Well, it's just a coincidence. Anyways, King Minos loved his son and he was so mad and so angry, even though it was just an accident. And so he blamed Athens, which is another city in ancient Greece. Athens was like, what? We had nothing to do with this. He was like, it was you. I demand some kind of thing to make it up. And the ruler of Athens was a wise and very nice man. But he thought, oh no, we can't, our, our navies and stuff, is, is, there's no match with his. So if we make a, if we do a war, then that's, if we go to war, then our, Athens will lose. And it won't, it won't be able to be Athens anymore. It will be part of Crete. And we don't want that. So he asked, is there any kind of favor we could do for you instead of going to war? And he thought for, and he thought for a moment. So basically King Minos thought too. He thought, well, I could do a favor, do a favor. And so he asked the king of, of Athens to send seven boys and seven girls to put in the maze and the minotaur would eat them all. Kind of creepy, right? So, Athens. The king of Athens' son, Theseus, he thought, oh no, I don't want my people, my people of this, of this place in Greece to, to, you know, to be fed to the minotaur. So, he asked his father, please, dad, will you let me be one of the seven boys and seven girls that that you put in the maze and feed to the minotaur? And he's like, please, no, I love you so much. I don't want to let you go. But he says, no, dad, I really want to. I can kill the minotaur. And he's like, fine. But he was still worried. So Theseus came up with an idea. Father, my sails on my ship are black. But if we come home victorious, I will change my sails to white if we come home and we kill the Minotaur. But if not, the sails will be black and stay black. And so his dad agreed. Now Theseus and the other seven girls and seven boys sailed 
to the island. And when they got there, King Minos said, Ha ha ha, you're all going to be eaten by the Minotaur. And if you're not, you're not going to get out of the maze. <laughs> he looked over all of them and then stopped when he got to Theseus. Oh, look, a little prince trying to save all of his kingdom. Very nice. And Theseus said, hey, I want to kill the Minotaur. And everyone laughed at him. Ha 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 ha. But then out of the corner of Theseus's eye, he saw a girl, a girl who wasn't laughing at him. Her name was Ariadne, and she was a son of King Minos, but she hated it there, and she really felt bad for Theseus. So she said, I like Theseus's courage. I think he's really brave, and I think that's super cool. And everyone was laughing and laughing, so they didn't even hear her. Ha ha ha! And King Minos said, well, you can't kill my minotaur, and even if you do, you'll be lost in the maze forever. And then started laughing again with the others. <laughs> and so they guided the seven girls and seven boys to their prison cell for the night. Everyone went to sleep except for Theseus, who lay there thinking about how he was going to kill the minotaur. Then he stopped his thoughts when he saw a familiar face outside the cage bars. It was Ariadne, the only one, the only one who hadn't laughed at him. She's like, hi, I'll come to rescue you. And he's like, okay, thank you so much. And so she said, shh. When you go into the maze, there's this closet right next to the maze that has a sword and a ball of yarn in it. I'll hold one end of the yarn and you can hold the other end and feel it. And when you, and if you kill the minotaur with the sword, you can go and you can follow your way out with the yarn. He's like, okay. And so when everyone goes into the maze, Ariadne held the yarn for him. And she was holding the yarn all that time while he was in the maze. So basically, he follows around and he's walking, walking, and suddenly he stops to rest. No minotaur so far. And then he hears a noise. <gasps> and then he gets closer to the noise and the, and the noise sounds like <gasps> like heavy breathing. He can almost feel the breathing on the back of his neck. He thinks it's the Minotaur, but he doesn't know where the Minotaur is because it's a pitch black maze with no windows, no doors, and no light. So he thinks, hmm, and she picks up a pebble on the floor and throws it down one way, no Minotaur. So he's like, well, that solves that. So he turns around in the maze and he slashes with his sword and slashes and slashes, but then the Minotaur knocks the sword out of his hands. So he basically fights the Minotaur with his bare hands and is all he's all tugging at the Minotaur. 
but oh no, the Minotaur's caught charging for him and he's not gonna make it. And then he feels something sharp. He knocked off one of the Minotaur's horns. So he takes the horn, slides down under the Minotaur baseball style and stabs the Minotaur right under its belly. And just like that, the Minotaur is dead. But in all the commotion with the Minotaur, he forgot all about the yarn. And so now, he's basically in an empty maze. The only thing he knows is that he's lost the yarn and where the wall is. So he feels around the wall, and then he feels around on the floor, crawling on the floor, and then he feels something soft. It must be the yarn. And he follows the yarn all the way back out. And then Ariadne was holding the yarn still, and she comes out to greet him. And Theseus wants to go jump into King Minos' bed and yell at him that they got out of the maze and killed the Minotaur. But Ariadne thought, that isn't a good idea. I know my father. And so they just leave the door open as a little hint. And of course, Ariadne's like, oh, I don't like it here. Can, can I sail with you next morning when we go and, you know, make a new life somewhere else? And he's like, sure, I promise. And Ariadne's like, thanks. And the next morning, they leave really early and Ariadne is sleeping on the beach, but they leave without her. The other thing they forgot is they forgot to change the sails from black to white. And so, when they sail home, his dad is so upset because he sees the black sails and he thinks that can only mean one thing. Theseus is dead. But he's not dead. But he, but Theseus can't just text his dad and be like, sorry, I forgot to change the sails. So his dad jumps off the cliff into the sea, gone forever. And... Ariadne wakes up on the beach alone, too. Some people say it was an accident that he forgot. Some people, though, say it was on purpose. Not a very nice thing to do. And you might be wondering, but I thought she was a hero. Well, even though the hero did something great, it doesn't mean he was a great person. And Ariadne just can't text him and say, um, excuse me, what's going on? Because phones weren't invented yet. So she made a so she made a great life for herself on the island. And then sailing along came a nice lad named Dionysus. They married and then it turned out he was a god. And so it was a win-win. The end. Thanks for listening to Little Olympians podcast. Bye.